Light. David Bakhtiari spoke today on the Pat McAfee show about his knee situation. Says he's ready to get some bodies in front of him. Made it seem a little scarier than I think anybody wanted to hear. Aaron Rodgers, professor of a 202 course that doesn't get taught in many camp. It's for the 101 professors, i.e. the coaching staff. With all the Packers news and notes going around, we bring in Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. You hear him every day alongside Jason Wildey across all three ESPN Wisconsin stations. He is Mark Tauscher. What's up, Tauscher? How are you all doing today? We're doing well. You're an analogy guy. How good? I want you to rate Roger's analogy for minicamp. Why it's okay that he wasn't at minicamp because he's teaching the 202 and you can't get to 202 until you learn the 101. What do we think about that analogy? Yeah, I thought it was okay. I mean, I think he's got better ones in him. And matter of fact, I actually think this is more, and Ben Brust will know this as well as anybody, uh, independent study, uh, 606 <laughs> or 660 rather than a 202 because the 202 professor, they're still there. Like, they're not taking a full semester off. This is more of an independent study where, yeah, hey, I'm going to be out here. Call me with any questions. I'll be more than happy to chime in. But I am not actually going to be on campus to help you. So I think the process of what, you know, he's saying with the coaches kind of giving you, you know, those huge auditoriums when everybody shows up and you jam in the seats and you're getting the general knowledge, I think that part was really good by Arad. But to just jump into being a 202 professor. Now, first off, he's advanced, advanced. He's not teaching a 202 class. He's going to teach an independent study or he's going to teach a graduate class because he's done it at a high enough level for a long enough time. I think he's actually underselling it. That's why I give it a seven, maybe a seven and a half out of ten from the analogy standpoint. Well, I do think that part of it is, and it doesn't have to be there. I think he's saying that until they learn the 101 stuff, the 202 stuff doesn't even matter. That's why it didn't matter. Yeah, but, I mean, he also said that he's having lunch with these guys and learning about them and understanding them. So I think going back to, and I'm not going to relitigate the whole should he have been at training camp and whatnot, because I still believe, him not being at training camp, it, it was not going to affect him. But who it does affect are some of these young players. And he knows that had he been there and been able to kind of go through some of those things early on, would that have helped these guys, even if it's a 5% bump? Yeah, of course they would have. But in the grand scheme of things, what he's saying, I, I think him being fresh, him being completely bought in and not, feeling bogged down and forced to come for another two or three months prior. I get the whole thing, but you can't in good faith tell me that being there wouldn't have helped even a little bit if he was there a little bit more during uh, minicamp and OTAs, because I think it would have. Taushi, how much time did you get with the veteran offensive lineman in your rookie OTAs? A ton. And it was a huge part uh, for me. It was, you know, learning and, and being able to ask questions of Frankie Winters and Marco and, you know, Raleigh McKenzie. I learned a lot, and it was great because you could bounce ideas and questions. You, you kind of got to understand a lot of the nuance and some of the things that this offense and this 
you know, whatever you were trying to get done, you wanted to get a better understanding from people that have done it for a long time. So, uh, yes, you have to get through all the one-on-one stuff, but you can get, you know, players help with the one-on-one stuff too. And, you know, so I, I think looking back at it, I was very fortunate that with some of the mandatory stuff that the veterans had to do back at that point that I was able to lean on them and get a lot of really good information that I think helped kind of speed me up so that when that opportunity came, which was real early in training camp for me, I didn't fall flat on my face. I had a better kind of foundation to go off of, and I think the veterans helped with that. Talking with Tausch here on Scalzo and Brust across ESPN Wisconsin. Tausche, David Bakhtiari was on uh, Pat McAfee earlier today. He talked about three surgeries in 20 months and, um, you know, is, is obviously trying to get back to the player that he was. How concerned are you? How concerned should Packers fans be uh, just about the effectiveness once he gets back out there? Well, I mean, I think you obviously, you know, going through what he's went through the last year and a half, it it definitely isn't a great thing for what you're looking for from a production standpoint. But I think the fact that he came off of the pup list this week gives you really good hope, and especially with how the offense has been getting dominated both by the New Orleans Saints and by their own defense throughout most of training camp, you need to get David Bakhtiari back there. And even if he's not going to be at 100% of where he was prior to that injury, David Bakhtiari at 80 85%, which I think is you know, hopeful where you're at until he can really get his feet back under him and get a bunch of reps in, I think you, you feel like there should be concern because that is an incredible long layoff when you're dealing with being an NFL player. But I think he's also proven how great of a talent he is, that even if he is diminished a little bit, it's still going to be markedly better than what else they would put out there. Taoshi, what is your biggest question mark for this team not on the offensive side of the football? Uh, Special teams. I mean, I think defensively, I don't think as we're sitting here right now, depth and, you know, you could talk about depth out at the outside linebacker spot as probably your biggest question mark. But defensively, I think this is as good as you could feel about a defense on paper heading into the regular season with in the entire time that Aaron Rodgers has been the quarterback. I think you, you can make a really good argument that this talent is as good as he's had. And I think it's, that's kind of borne out by what you've heard, how they've dominated, what they've been able to do both to their own offense, which has a Hall of Fame quarterback, and what they did to the New Orleans Saints offense when they came in and worked with them. So you feel really good there. I think, you know, Mason Crosby not kicking yet, um, that the special teams, how bad they were last year, I don't care if they brought in Vince Lombardi's brother, Bisaccia, whoever it's going to be, can you make a big jump from 32 and a distance? 32nd when it comes to special teams rankings. Can you get that into the 15s, the mid-teens? Because that would be a huge win. I think those are your biggest question marks outside of all the question marks we've talked about with what they have on offense. Tausche, are we on the verge of the end of the preseason? Like, like, Is the final resting place two preseason games, 18 regular season games? Obviously, LaFleur isn't playing the starters at all. Seems like most teams um, you know, are keeping their best players out as per usual, but even more so, uh, you know, the past few years, it's sliding in that direction. Where does this end up? Yeah, I mean, they won 18 games, and I think you know the players, I can remember 
sitting there and saying we're never moving off of 16. And, of course, you know, the, I think they wanted to get to 18. That was a bridge too far. So they threw the 17th game in. It's going to get to 18. I, I always think there's going to be a place for preseason games just because the economics are so good for the owners that they're not going to just give those away. And there's still a good value for the younger players to get their first taste in front of big crowds. They're going to force, you know, you know the, the Packer fan base has to pay for those tickets in that first game. And it's a good idea to get, you know, maybe some people that otherwise would never get up to Lambeau. There's still reasons that you're going to keep. Yeah, but I, I understand, but I'm telling you why they can justify it. Now they can, because there's going to be preseason football. I don't think that's going to go away. It used to be six games. Then it was four for a long time. I think you're going to see it sped up. I think it's going to get down to two, and I think eventually the players will just concede. We'll play 18 regular games, give us another bump in pay, and hopefully get lifetime medical for all the retired guys, and then you move forward with what's what's going on. Tausche, what do you have for us? Uh, what did you guys think of the hot dog straw? You know... Why, this, why the long pause? Because it just annoyed. Like this is a, it was a setup. Why are like, you annoyed? This, Don't be annoyed. This is fun. It's you not fun. Break, you, it's break. not fun. Hey, no, it is fun. Hey, hey, Tausch. Like yeah. it's a yeah. it's a fake thing. It's a skit. He did that so that all of a sudden people would talk about it. It's the same guy. He does this. Like it's a known thing. You just it's like a dude perfect or some other like stunt that got done. Like if it was real and you, somebody caught it, it would be incredible. But it wasn't, and everybody plays into the hand because it gives us the mo- the lowest possible hanging fruit to talk about, about a man who clearly would never do this unless he was paid to do it, drinking a beer out of a hot dog straw. And the hot dog straw isn't even a real thing. It's just to get us to talk about it. And I don't like feeling duped, and so I do not want to participate in the duping of everybody. And mostly old uh, people who don't realize that it was fake. And I mean old, it's like... fun. Scouts. What has happened to you? You now can't brusty. What is going on? He can't have fun with this. This is not. We're not talking I about feel, global. Food, I feel bad for you, here. Tausch, for thinking this is real. I feel bad you, for the boomers out so there who are you're like. You're telling me, oh man, wow, wow. You're telling me what I saw didn't happen. That's what you're telling me. Uh, not ha- in the way you it think happened. It did. Just like Tony Soprano ended up, uh, you know, um, I, I don't want to get, uh, I don't want to give any what? spoilers away. But yes, it, it happened, happened just Tony Soprano. Somebody last think. night, somebody last night put a straw in a hot dog and drank a beer out of the hot dog, and now there's going to be thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of people emulating that to see what it's like. That's what happened. And to not even think, is it something you do or anything else? You have just said, this is stupid. I'm not even going to talk Tausch, about it. It's like if somebody did it in a television show. If you were watching those CBS, you know, the CBS sitcoms there on a oh, Wednesday the night. Boomers. Uh, oh, yeah, like Blue Blood. The, you, the stuff that the boomers watch. Yeah, okay. and then and there was somebody in that show drinking a beer out of a hot dog straw. That's what this is. Like, this is the modern-day television show where this person acts like he this viral moment, but he actually just paid an actor to do it, and then they did it, and then he gets a million likes and retweets, and I don't know what the value of that is, because I too am a boomer in that respect. But like, yeah, it's fake. It's fake, and then everyone talks about it, and we act like this is actually something that happens in real life. How can you say it's fake when it actually happened, and many people are doing it? 
Tell, How's that fake? Tausch, if an actor, it's right? Staged. Okay. It's staged. Yes. But it's not fake. Okay, so the the romance between um I mean give me a TV show here, Benny. Let's go down the down the Jim and Pam. The relationship between Jim and Pam. They actually did. Jim actually did propose to Pam, but it doesn't mean that it's real, Tausch. Like he did it. He got down on one knee and he said so the deep. words to Pam and gave yeah. her a ring. That but is that, nothing that is the worst. No, it's not. That was a TV show. This dude did it, and people are actually going. Tausch, there are people don't doing re- hot dog straws today. And there, I and there are people who propose to their girlfriends at gas stations because Jim and Pam did it. It doesn't oh. mean that <laughs> it actually was real. This so bad. I do. Hold on. No I just want to make sure you understand what happened. What happened is that, like, that's a fake thing. Like, that's a that is a guy who is paid to do it, and somebody who is filming him. To do it so that they could post it and have this happen. It's the same Brusty, account that's done Brusty, it multiple times. Brusty, I'm can out you of this house. That, that is the worst. No, I, I actually, I actually see. Gre- I see Greg's point fully here, no. fully. No, and then what? Jesse Nelson probably bought it, like <laughs> loved it, and you know, it's uh, and also <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> that's. That's just great. That is. You probably don't believe that you can make a 3D house printed either. You probably don't believe that either. I mean, that's fake, right? Is that fake too? And you can get bike parts made on a 3D printer and pancakes. You think that that exists in real life? No, I've seen 3D printers work. Thanks to our buddy Matt Hamilton, who gave us a tour one time. (laughs) Spectrum Spectrum brands. brands. He's shown us how 3D printers work today. The thing that you don't get is, yeah, Jim and Pam, great. They got that's a TV show. This was staged, yes, but there are people in real life today ordering a hot dog, putting a straw in it, and drinking a Pepsi with it. That is really happening. And to that's Greg's point, Tausch, the amount of Twitter bios or or what used to be back in the day, Bumble profiles, just looking for my Jim Halpert. You know, like it's the same thing. They're they're trying to find the the Jim Halpert that's going to propose at the gas station. Also, and it's those fake. people are all morons, Tausch. They're all idiots. <laughs> they're sheep. If you go and buy a hot dog and waste a beer by trying to drink out of a hot dog, it's not good. Like, there's no way. I don't want to give. I want. I want to give time to this either, because there's no way that it's actually going to work. So like the beer is going to be appetizing. You want a sweaty pig all over your beer, and you're not even able to no, suck up the beer it, through. The- and we're going out to a Zimbrick for our brat fry tomorrow, uh, and we're going to do it. I think with a brat because you soak brats in beer a mm-hmm. lot. So that so I creative. Think is actually a better fit. Then with your hot dog. And then the other thing is, why not do a meat straw when you're talking about a Bloody Mary? You have those sausage sticks in there. Turn that into a straw. You tell me that's not a great idea. It's been around for a very long time, Tausch. Yeah, with the beef right, stick there. Boomer. Johnsonville, yeah, boomer. Johnsonville beef stick. Uh, put that into a Bloody Mary with a hole in the middle. I've, I've drank in a Bloody Mary like that. All right, great. Great stuff, Boomer. <laughs> I love you, Tausche. We'll see you, bud. Yeah. Man, it's been a while since I've enjoyed a Mark Tausche or Greg Scalzo back and forth. I mean, am I wrong here, gentlemen? 
I'm I'm I don't I don't know why Tausch is so enthralled with this. I think he's been dumbed down by that Jesse Nelson sort of dorky vibe. Well, it's because Jesse saw it and was like, "Oh, this is the whole show. I don't have to oh, build out the rest of the whoa, show." Oh, just We're just gonna talk about uh, hot dog straws. Um, you know, we got Jen, Gabe, and Chewy talking about glizzies uh, in the morning. Like, like we're a hundred years old here. <laughs> I mean, what are they doing? <laughs> I mean, I, I I love those guys, but come on. Glizzies? Like, are we sound like we're a hundred right now? To be fair, I didn't know what the word glizzy meant when they asked me it's that this morning. You're a hundred. No, I'm not a hundred. I didn't know what it meant. One thing I know for sure is I would never subject a delicious Bud Light to a hot dog straw. Bud Light, of course, America's favorite light lager since 1982, and right now Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer want you to be the ultimate Wisconsin sports fan and enjoy the ultimate Wisconsin sports fan weekend. Here's what it is. You and a guest can enjoy Friday night baseball in Milwaukee, a football Saturday in Madison, and a Sunday night with the green and gold. Scan the QR code to enter to win an amazing sports fan experience, including transportation, lodging, tailgating, and Ticket King gift cards. It's so easy to enter. As I said, scan the QR code. If you're in Milwaukee, you can find that QR code at Mecca, Bullwinkles, J&B's, and DJ's Goalposts. If you're in Madison, go to Pooley's, Jordan's Big Tent Pub, Tanner's Draft House, as well to scan the QR code. It's the ultimate Wisconsin sports fan weekend from Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer. Everybody's getting a little bit today, huh? I don't know about that. I think that was deserving. Bad take by Tausch. I mean, am I wrong? Like, I feel like we're on Good Morning America, and I've got <laughs> Hoda here being like, did you see the guy? The viral story. Drinking a beer out of a hot dog. We got football to talk about. It's football season, people. <laughs>